0: Link start. SENPHY <laughs> <laughs> SENPHY Catchy till I die. All these <Senpai>. lollies call me. Rubbing on her thighs, she stay wet for her. Saudi so Kawaii, it would die for her. Riding, watching, tie all the time with. Of weaves and welcome into another riveting edition of the Anime Senpai Podcast. and family, weebs and weebets around this beautiful place we call Planet Earth, it is not only an honor and an absolute privilege to sit down every single weekend with all of you live, as this is the only simulcasted podcast in the entire universe that both records and releases and live streams on Twitch and TikTok every single Sunday, and sometimes occasionally on Saturday. It's an honor and a privilege to be here. For any of you who wasn't able to join me live, don't trip. You're listening to the podcast right now. So, welcome in. I hope you're doing great. It has been an abundantly amount of positivity in my life. So, what kind of man would I be if I didn't stop the show for a second and give you guys some of my love, my positivity, and all of my goodness because you guys deserve something that nobody else can give you? Fiery hot takes. Senpai number two nine in the Twitch chat would say probably some of the most outlandishly hot takes and controversial stuff in the history of history itself. I just say that's another Sunday and also all of the greatness that you need in your life because somebody out there believes in you and it's me. I know you can do it because you're a part of this family. So let's continue to grow together. Let's keep challenging our own beliefs and constantly promoting the greatness of anime. The only way we know how. By doing what we do. (laughs) So shout outs again to everybody who joins me every single Sunday live on Twitch and TikTok. It is such an honor and a privilege to be here. My my tattoo... Progress is continuing. In the everlasting saga, it feels like, me getting tattoos, I just want to say this again, and I really mean this when I say this. If you're somebody who's ever thinking about getting a tattoo, just remember three important things, okay? We're going to start with the big three. Not Naruto, not Bleach, which had a very controversial ending to its part two of this new season, by the way, Thousand Year Blood War. I don't know if you guys are savvy or privy or even keeping up with Bleach right now. There was a little bit of a letdown with that season finale, but that's for another time. It's not Naruto. It's not Bleach Shit. It's not One Piece. These are the three big rules about getting a tattoo. Are you guys ready? I'm glad you asked. Here we go. Number one, do not get a tattoo if you just thought about getting a tattoo. Okay, I know that sounds crazy. I know it almost sounds like I shouldn't have to tell you this simple observation. If you are thinking about getting a tattoo, wait on it, okay? Wait on it. It's that simple. You literally don't have to get a tattoo right away because it's not going anywhere. It'll be with you forever. And also, I really mean this too. This goes right into number two. Spend good money on your tattoos, okay? Don't go somewhere and get it cheap, okay? I know money is tough right now. I know the ever inflating inflation has inflation on inflation. Like I know it's crazy right now. Trust me, I get it. But to get a tattoo, It's something that's gonna be on your skin for a long time, like probably as long as you're alive. So I recommend you wait to get it to make sure you really want it because trust me, we always change as people. I didn't get my first tattoo until my late 20s. Do you know why? because I wanted to make sure I really wanted it. And when I started really diving into anime even harder, creating content, making TikToks, doing it in entertainment purposes through iHeartRadio and all of these major companies, that is when I finally decided, okay, this is serious. So I started on my anime sleeve, and I have 002, Sterlitzia, Holo, and now I have also Violet Evergarden. But the thing is, I waited. I took my time because I wanted it to be a correct thing that I wanted on my body, and also, I had to save up money. You really want to make sure you spend good money on a tattoo, which leads me to number three. Wait on it, spend good money. And also, it really hurts. (laughs) I really want to call BS right here, right now on anybody. And if you're in the chat right now and you tell me this, I'm going to get pissed off. If you're in the chat and you tell me tattoos don't hurt. I'm sorry, what? Tattoos don't hurt. It takes my brain a second to digest when somebody says that. Like, I've literally had people talk to me and they're like, Yeah, man, got my whole thigh tattooed in a 72-hour session and I fell asleep on the table. Guy had to wake me up the next day and told me I was late for work. I'm sorry, your thigh? One of the most sensitive places of your nerve endings and you fell asleep? Were you high? Were you on drop? Like what? What do you mean you fell asleep? That doesn't make any sense. How do you fall asleep getting a tattoo? So just remember, wait to get your tattoo. <laughs> make sure you spend good money. And also it's gonna hurt. So I do mean this when I say this too. This is a very important lesson. If you do get a tattoo, this is a tall tell warning sign. Yo, what's up? Welcome in, Steffi. I appreciate you for the fall in the Twitch family. Everybody on TikTok, come over to the Twitch side. It's much better. I'm just saying it because I'm biased. I really mean this. I had the great uh, Elijah Vaatete on the podcast last week. You can listen to the podcast right now anywhere. And I mean, anywhere on social media or excuse me social platforms that carry podcasts i had him on and he told me one of the craziest stories i've ever heard in my life so i'm sure a lot of you guys have probably heard of this too a lot of the new savvy things with tattoo are these numbing creams have you guys heard of them like numbing creams that you basically put on your skin that you're gonna get tattooed the next day what you do is you saran wrap it you let it sit on it you sleep on it then when you go in the next day your skin's like numb for the whole day Okay, two things, uh, don't do that because you should earn your tattoo. And I really mean this when I say this, when you get a tattoo, it's like a coming of age thing. Like if we're not even going through the history of tattoos, which by the way, he showed me a book too and somebody had like 15 Prince Charles piercings on their yoo-hoo another time uh the history of tattooing is very deep and it's very like an honor it's a culture it's like one of those things you have to enjoy and earn so enjoy the pain with a tattoo but also there's something very important with tattooing and do not use numbing creams he told me a story last week on the podcast of some girls that were going to get a tattoo and use so much of this numbing cream on their body with the line of cane and all that stuff they actually died that's crazy to me like I didn't even know that was possible off of like linocaine this the lotion like or the numbing cream So there's like this whole legislation and stuff that came out. I was literally sitting there interviewing him and I was like You're telling me that's possible? Like, I don't even know. So the more you know, just be careful. Remember the big three rules. And also, shout out to Lajava Atete, the man who's working on my Violet Evergarden (laughs) tattoo piece right now. So it was a great show. Go listen to it. It's on all major platforms. So tonight, we've covered a lot of the basics. I've welcomed you all in. We've caught up on my everlasting life of gobstopper senpai that never seems to end. Back into fitness, because also, I don't know if you guys know this little side tangent here, well, uh, you can't work out when you get a tattoo because you can't, like, infatuate or like strain the muscle because it pumps it up and it pushes ink out so it's been very trying for me to not lift anything for a whole week it's been weird (laughs) but everything's good on my side all the shows are back shallow oceans is also live on all major platforms check out that podcast and tonight a lot of things are privy and kind of coming up to my focus we are officially and i mean quite officially starting the fall season we are here I'm not sure if you guys are aware or even know that there are seasons within anime. That's why I'm the anime senpai. That's why I have a crown here on the side that I'll sometimes put on if I need to give you a hot take or some shrubbery. Uh, There is something important that is going on within anime right now. We are moving from the seasons of summer into fall, and I know it's kind of changing the weather. Here in Cali, it rained today, and it's going back to 90 degrees. Somebody call Mother Nature and tell her to get her stuff in order. For some reason, a lot of people aren't privy to knowing about the fall season, and we also did a full fall season preview very organically. We looked at all the new upcoming stuff, read the bios, looked at the pictures. I told you my thoughts but there's some shows coming out. I need to highlight for you guys one more time because one just started, literally just started the first episode and I'm already going to on record here. It's going to be anime of the season, okay? This new show that we are going to talk about in a second, the first episode is out in this new fall season. It is going to be the new series anime of the season. Not a continuation, not season two, three, four, five, whatever, 79 with One Piece. It is just starting it is going to be anime of the season, okay? Just remember, anime said so. (laughs) So before we get to that, there are some very important news things we have to get to. We have to get to some news. So we're gonna start with this one. Attack on Titan finally confirmed its premiere of its final final season part two, part infinity, final finale, final final, right? It's the final final countdown, November 4th, it's going down. I'm not sure if you guys are aware, I'm sure maybe some people already knew about the news, but I haven't had a chance to really sit down, put my feet on the ground, and tell you why this is so important with Attack on Titan. I'll tell you why right now. Since Attack on Titan is finally going to have its release, the final episode is going to be about a movie premiere, basically 90 minutes to probably close to two hours. It's coming in exactly a little over a month. And I mean this when I say this, we are possibly going to see the greatest show of all time coming to an end. That is crazy to say. Most people are extremely biased with their anime viewership and also the determination of what they quantify as a great standing anime. I'm one of those. I plan to, in a few weeks from here, revise my top 10 animes of all time because I haven't touched that in over a year, and it's only right that every year I update my top 10 list for you guys because you need to know what's the best shows I've ever seen of all time. Well, I've said this before, and I'll continue to say it, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, to this day, is still the greatest anime I've ever seen in my life, completed. From start to finish, it is a remake, Everything that's inclusive within it, main characters, the protagonist, antagonist, secondary characters, plotline itself, world development, the progression, everything in Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood is perfection. It's not even in my top five animes of all time anymore. That's a tease. But it is the greatest anime I've ever seen in all time. That says something about the perfection of somebody who did it right. And that was a remake, right? It's the same thing I could say about Slice of Life with Fruits Basket. Probably, and I'll go on record saying it, it's probably the greatest slice of life I've ever seen. And it's also a remake, which shows there's something there if people put their heart and passion into it and actually complete something in the right way. That's a message for you Tokyo Ghoul producers and production companies out there. Start doing Tokyo Ghoul again, thank you. Now, with Attack on Titan, this is one of the craziest things to say. I'm gonna get emotional when we watch the last episode of Attack on Titan. I am going to literally probably have a hard time when it completes. Do you know why? Attack on Titan is a 13 year long adventure we've been on. There's been a lot of progression, a lot of slowdowns, a lot of time in between, and it would have ended by now if COVID never happened. I know like it stopped a lot of stuff. It did, It's, it's unfortunate, a lot of things got paused. The thing though, that's really interesting, is that a lot of people, kept trying to tell me on social media that attack on titan was milking its final product do you understand the term of milking like what milking is if you had one piece next to attack on titan one piece is milking like do you guys understand that one piece stretches out its content and adds more arcs into the overall adventure because oda the goda has permission to so he's milking it If you literally... So like, for example, I'll use myself, right? Let's say all of this manifests faster than I expect. I'm a full-time streamer, full-time podcast guy, full-time creator doing anime for a living. Do you think I would stop that? Do you think that I would slow it down? Or do you think I would increase the volume of what I'm doing and milk out the product more for you guys to enjoy? Seems like an easy choice, don't you think? So how is it that Attack on Titan, who has always had the same destination... The manga's been there. They're following the path. The manga's still going with One Piece. He's milking it. Oda the Goatee, I know what he's doing. How can we say One Piece, or excuse me, how can we say Attack on Titan is milking? I'm sorry, Uh, this is almond milk, it's not real milk. (laughs) There is no milking going on here. Attack on Titan, we are going to miss the F out of this when it's gone. We are going to literally look back a few years from now in 2026 when AI's running the show now and the the hive mind (laughs) controls us all, we are literally gonna look back and say, What the hell did we all miss on now? Like what happened? I want that back. We're gonna sit down and rewatch it again and sit there with our friends and be like this. We're gonna be like, Aaron knew the whole time? You're telling me in that first episode, Aaron knew the whole time? Yeah, because it's literally all connected. That is sensational writing and storytelling. And the fact is I've said this and I'll say it again. They almost dropped the ball. Attack on Titan almost dropped the ball with that CGI bullcrap when they started that final season stuff. Okay. They almost dropped the ball, but they saved it. Thank God. I still think Attack on Titan, for the story itself, the progression of how they tied in poetically political values, some dark rooted thing with racial indifferences, everything that Attack on Titan touches on, I stay away from. Literally. If you ask me my political stance, I tell you I'm I, apolitical. Whatever it means, I don't care about politics. It's the same. It's two wings to the same bird. People they just have different faces, different colors. It's like football, right? When people watch football, they're like, "Go Chiefs! I love the Chiefs! Yeah, dude, Raiders!" And then they're both football teams. Just, it's the same thing. <laughs> They're just wearing different color jerseys, you know? Like, it's the same thing for me. So to find a show that can intricately, and I mean some of the most poetic justice of all, this is some Kendrick Lamar type stuff, tie in so many of these relevant things and make a beautiful telling story with some of the most crazy iconic notions of giant naked people just, the Titans going ape on people, like what? That is honestly, to this day, one of the most mind altering shows, and I'll say it again, some say this is a hot take, I think it's quite analytically correct. Attack on Titan, once it ends, depending how it ends, if we get some mild variations on the anime only side or some kind of beautifulness happens, Attack on Titan may just become the greatest show to date ever made completed. Just saying, it's a hard statement to push, but I mean it when I say it. There is so much within this show. You could literally go back to Mikasa and just pinpoint Mikasa as the reason Aaron went off the edge. You literally could make that argument. You could go back to the in-depth, like with the whole thing on Paradise and everything that's have the first episode with Aaron and his mom and the whole thing with the Colossal Titan and the armor. Everything about this show shakes me. It defines the ratio of what I can now expect other shows to set the standards of. So I'll say it again. The final, final countdown (laughs) for the Attack on Titan finale is coming. It's a little over a month away. Be there. It's going to shut down the internet. I hope you guys all know this. You will not be able to watch it when it drops. Just be aware. You might have to wait till the next day. So stay off of social media. Do not turn on your phones. Do not call your friends if they've watched it. Do not do anything. Take the day off, okay? We now know it's November 4th. Take the day off. We all got sick days. We all got a vacation day. I'm gonna take a vacation day. We're gonna watch it live here together. Take the day off. It's going to be iconic, okay? Had to get that out the way. (laughs) Now, continuing talking about the progression of anime and things that are happening, this one also caught my attention, okay? I have been the school bus driver for One Piece live adaptation. And I have been somebody on social media who has never talked about One Piece. And I mean this when I say this, especially my TikTok fans here, I could easily become somebody with a million followers if I really started talking One Piece. Do you know why? Because it's a formula for views. I have seen tens of thousands of creators on this platform That have constantly not been able to get views, haven't been able to push through the mold, have only gotten a couple thousand, maybe tens of thousands, can't push over a hundred thousand, right? They start talking One Piece and the views kind of start coming in. Oh, that's crazy. How did that happen? I don't know. Maybe it's something to do with my talents, my hair. No, it's One Piece. One Piece is a literal entity and it carries itself to crazy heights, like I see it all the time. And so I told myself, I'm not gonna fake it. I don't watch One Piece like that. There's enough people doing it, I'll talk about the stuff where I can give people more stuff to watch about. You know, that's just me, right? That's just me. Well, what's interesting and what really caught my attention is the fact that One Piece, the live adaptation, was not only recognizably Just acclaimed for everything it did, critically acclaimed. It did so well, they already got a second season under works. Literally, second season was already greenlit. They're sinking money into it. It was so much investment into that first season of One Piece. They spent more money on an episode than Game of Thrones. Do you guys know Game of Thrones traveled the world? Like, do you know how much it cost for what they were doing with Game of Thrones? Just remember that. Netflix set the bar. And I've been touting this forever saying... This is going to be the best One Piece, any type of media we've ever had. And it's already proving me right. One Piece is already setting the tone, not only for its marketplace of pacing an extra long show like One Piece, but doing it so well with such great casting of characters and not going off the grain like M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong who butchered Avatar The Last Airbender. They're doing it so well this is going to be one of the greatest live adaptations, if not already going to be, the greatest live adaptation we've had. It probably already is there. But the thing that's crazy to me is, this is setting so many tones and is now pushing the market so much higher. I know that this is a very important thing to say. Disney has the green light now. Fox has the green light now. Paramount has the green light now. Universal Studios has the green light now. Prepare to have some of your favorite animes of all time now have live adaptations. Probably a lot of them will be Netflix exclusives, if not other major platforms. This is insane. I really hope you grasp the extent of how iconic this now is. This has literally and definitively set the marketplace of what's to come next. Mark my words, Naruto's next. Naruto, Naruto, it's next. Okay, I don't know if it's gonna be Mr. Beast. I don't know if it's gonna be one of these giant companies that has more money than God right now. Expect that next, okay? The big three, Dragon Ball's not a big three, but that'll come next too. They're all gonna be live adaptation series, and they're gonna come on Netflix probably. Just be prepared. I'm calling it now. That's what's coming. This showed me, y'all, we can do it. It's game time. Shoutouts to all those who made this possible. I'm loving it. I'm halfway through this right now. I can't wait for the last four episodes. Every single episode of this live adaptation is a damn movie. It's like Pirates of the Caribbean with anime. Like It's so dope, but neither here nor there. So I had to get that out of the way. Don't disrespect Attack on Titan, enjoy it for what it is because it's gonna be gone before we know it. And also uh, One Piece does deserve the hype on the live adaptation side. The other side, eh, we gotta ease up on the brakes a little bit. (laughs) So let's continue now. And before we get into today's big topic thing that I really wanna discuss with all of you, We have to touch on some of these shows because the fall season is here. It's literally fall. I know it's cold right here in California right now. New York was literally underwater. I don't know if you guys saw but I had like these Brooklyn guys posting videos like, oh yeah, Bronx here, we're gonna go swim across the pond. (laughs) That's a terrible Brooklyn accent, by the way, forgive me. But (laughs) literally underwater. But fall season's here. And so since we're in fall season, a lot of you maybe have missed my fall season preview and highlighting the shows, not only the sequels, but the new season starting of new adaptations, or excuse me, new live series, that we have to watch together. So I put the list together and it's time to quickly go through all of these. We're gonna start with sequels and I'm gonna mention to you real quick why this is important. The first one on the sequels for this upcoming fall season of 2023 is Dr. Stone. I have been somebody who has been so overly hyped when I find a show that gives me an intro song that is so poetic justice, it still resonates with me years later. I'm talking about the intro to that first ever Dr. Stone show I watched. Ohio Sukai, good morning world. Wow. <laughs> Dude, if you get me to remember an intro, you're doing something right, and this show has not stopped delivering. From the first arc, to then the Stone War, to now the New World, Senku, and everything that's going on here with Buck Choi Head, this show does it, sensationally well it ties in the high-pitched scientific side of elements and compounds and building a world from scratch into a beautiful designed world that somehow some way turns into a shonen as well like how you gonna bring in bill nye the science guy and make him kamehameha some crazy guy that looks like he's from jujitsu kaisen which by the way um a moment of peace for all jujitsu kaisen fans Ah, I won't spoil anything, but if you've watched JJK and you're fully caught up, uh, good on them is all I'm going to say. That man is not the main character. Stop simping. It's time to move with the story. Moment of silence is over. All I'm saying is Dr. Stone, do not sleep on this show. There's a reason why a new season is coming out with a great new story arc. Do not get fret. Do not fall away from it. Take the time to watch this because I really mean this when I say this. You will thoroughly enjoy this show and actually start learning more about why Bill Nye the science guy was popping the F off when I was a kid. Literally, his song was all I could sing when I was in school. Bill, 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 Bill Nye the science guy. Science rules. <laughs> Bill, Bill. It's awesome. This is like the Bill Nye version in an anime show that's just badass and it has great animation style. The story progression's immaculate. The world building's sensational. The main character, the antagonist, the story progression. Dude, everything about this show, don't sleep on it. Get on it. And again, if you want a full preview of what's coming up in this fall season, listen to the podcast. It's live everywhere. Now, another show I am yitty-gitty so supremely happy about. And also, when I rewatched the first episode again, and shout out to my boy, Little Scoo. you can follow him here on Twitch. Uh, when I told him to watch this show, ah, I felt kind of bad. But at the same time, I knew what he was getting into. And I was so excited to have somebody start watching this. Goblin Slayer Season 2, it's upon us. Somebody chucked and hell married this thing across the land and I caught it and kept walking forward. I am so ecstatic about this show. Most people, if you're not a true, I guess you could say like fanatic of anime, you might have, excuse me, missed this show. And you also might have never really found any kind of pull to start watching it. I hope I could change your mind because... And a list that I have coming up, I have a lot of TikTok content ramping back up here. There's a list I'm doing with some of the top 10 most mind effing altering shows ever made and also the first episodes that shook me. The first episode in Goblin Slayer is going to change your perception of goblins, okay? Just like reincarnated as a slime, change your perspective on how slimes could be. Let's just say that this show Just be warned, okay? Do not watch the first episode full blast with your parents at home. Do not watch this first episode full blast with your significant other, friends. Just do it by yourself. Do it in your room at night because it's gonna get a little weird. (laughs) It's gonna get a little weird, but not in the bad sense, okay? Like, just just enjoy it for what it is, yeah? (laughs) You know, and just have some fun. It gets good, though. It gets good. There's a little bit of fan service, but the concept is basically stop undervaluing goblins because they are some of the most dark, corrosive, and devilish things in the entire world. And this show captures it perfectly. And I can't wait for season two. Very excited. Now, for all my cultured fans out there, we're going to do a couple more sequels before I quickly touch on the new series you have to watch. Girlfriend, Girlfriend, season two. Uh, Don't need to say much about this one other than you're welcome, okay? To all my harem fans out there who love a damn good time of a scenario that we'll never experience in this life unless you're a Jehovah Witness (laughs) or whatever they're they're called that have multiple wives, uh, this show is honestly... Um, I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. It's one of those shows like Domestic Girlfriend that I never thought I would truly engage on such a high level. But you're welcome. Enjoy Girlfriend Girlfriend. Watch it for what it is. And uh, thank me later. (laughs) Now a show so many people are excited about. And I can absolutely uh, basically approve the hype. Spy Family, the second season is out. I'm very excited because Spy Family is not only one of those shows that far exceeded my expectations, because again, when I know that a show is coming to a live adaptation spot or an anime adaptation version, whatever it is, I do not read any of the series because I want to experience it like it's my first time. I wanna be encapsulated. I wanna be like a kid watching a Disney movie at home, just sucked into the screen. That's why I don't spoil anime. Like even to this day, I still don't know how Attack on Titan ends. I'm not gonna read the chat, so you can spoil it if you want to. I will not read it. I don't care, I wanna see it for myself. I'm excited to see how this plays out. They did such a great job with the characters, the design of the formatics of everything about this show, a spy, an assassin, a telepathic child, everything connected within this fun storytelling of elegance and execution and beauty. Well done, absolutely well done. I think it's honestly probably one of the best new gen animes out there, which is also another list coming up. So, one, two more, two more real quick. The Eminence in Shadow. I was hyping this show up when it first came out in its season and I made the prediction of saying it's gonna be the anime of the season and I was right. uh, Eminence in Shadow was so proclaimed and welcomed because it was such a breath of fresh air on the plot twist setup that it has that seems almost to be played out. If you think about most stories that are like based on demon kings and stuff like that, like we are now reincarnated. I am now in an isekai. I'm tired of isekais. No more vending machines. Stop with that bullshit. I'm done. I'm now fighting the demon king. No one's ever done that before. Uh, Is there no other kings out there? How about they fight anime senpai? Why are we fighting demon kings? Like, Is that literally the last boss in the world? I'm curious. Somebody tell me. For some reason there's always Demon Kings, but neither here nor there. Uh, I'm gonna say this show, I won't spoil anything again because this is one of those shows you need to watch to really enjoy. Just be excited. Be prepared to really be enthralled into a story you would have never enjoyed otherwise. And the best part about it is too, a little bit of a harem vibe too, but that's okay, that's just for myself. Now, the last one, and I'm gonna say this again. I was out on Rising of the Shield Hero, okay? i full sent off of it i returned it i didn't even want it i didn't even finish my meal i sent it back to the cook and said how dare you i spit in your face i was so upset with second season of rising the shield hero to this day i can still not defend what they did only time i will ever say i want turtle time is with ninja turtles back in 1990 when they made the live action versions of them okay Otherwise, unless it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I don't want no turtles, okay? No turtle time. It was disgusting. The pacing was terrible. The whole story, are you guys ready for season two? I'll give you season two right now so we can all watch season three together, okay? A turtle pops up. They have to fight it. They get sent to a different world to help this Japanese girl, saving her, end up making Raftalia a cardinal hero. There you go. We're ready for season three, okay? I don't know how it was so hard to depict that and to show it, But season three is going to be really badass, so I'm kind of back on board with it. I talked my shit, but as I always do retain the availability to retract my statements, I'm here for season three. You should be too. Let's continue. Now, the anime of the season. I'm saying it right now. For everybody who's in here, hi on TikTok. We're live on Twitch. Come follow the Twitch family. I'm saying it right now. The anime of this fall season, 2023, 2023, is Fenrir. Fenrir. I don't know how I can pronounce it right right now. Never mind, it's out of my mind. But the fe- <laughs> it's not going to defend the case. Freerin, okay? It just came back. Freerin, Freerin. That was a terrible argument right there. I can't mispronounce the name if I'm trying to hype something up. Freerin, Freerin is going to be the anime of the season. Trust me when I say this. This is a a twist on a story that's done all the effing time. But guess what? The thing that's awesome is that it's gonna be a great time. The thing that's really cool is that with this show and everything that's happening within this series, *Frieren* is going to be the anime of the season. Mark my words, fam. I mean this when I say this. A story about an elf who completes the mission that we always see everybody do, fighting, fighting, fighting the Demon King. Well, what happens after? What happens to our heroes? What happens to the world and those close to them? Well, Freeran is going to show you the dark side about what these heroes go through, especially if you're somebody like the elf, who's the main character, who outlives all of your closest family and friends. You know that's always been a discussion we've had, and maybe you guys haven't had it, but I've had it before. Would you want to live forever? It's a really good question, right? People have asked it all the time. Would you want to live forever? I wouldn't. Because then what would be the point of living? Mortality is beauty. Because a brief moment of existence makes you capitalize and enjoy every single moment to the max. And also, you don't have to outlive everybody you love. And be left alone. In Freerin, that's going to happen. And it's going to be one of the most beautiful stories told. Because I can already tell it's going to be a banger. Be prepared. Be ready. I'm just saying now, you've been warned. Freerin, the first episode just dropped. I'm gonna give my thoughts to the Twitch family. It's gonna be a banger. Be ready, be ready. Now, another show that I think is extremely wholesome is the one that most people I think are gonna overlook. It's basically, let me get the name correct here. My daughter left the nest and returned an S rank hero. Now, it's a real good story about something else that's really relevant in our own society, right? There's a big reason why I've said this and I'll continue to say this. A Silent Voice is the greatest anime movie ever made. It touches on so many relatable and realistic things we all go through. Bullying, disabilities, uh, acceptance, ending yourself. There's so much stuff it touches on. This is almost that type of show. Where a father who had the dream of becoming an adventurer has an accident. Something happens and he can no longer become one. So he settles down and has a family. And guess what? His daughter gets to chase the life he's always wanted. Accomplishes it and more. But still wants to come back to her dad and celebrate her dad. Because without him it would have never been possible. This show is going to be crazy. I'm just saying now be prepared. Now three more real quick. I have came on record as well. Besides uh, Fenrir, or (laughs) Freerin, besides Freerin, I said the Apothecary Diaries is going to be another banger. These ones I was neck and neck about because the animation style for this show is breathtaking. Every single anime I'm telling you guys about right now, if the first episode isn't out, simply go to YouTube and type them in and watch the promo trailer videos for them you are going to be shooketh to your core. You are going to be so encompassed with such an involvement of beautiful colors, design, character detail, the world building. This show, right now, is one of them. Oh my God, <laughs> like, I'm I'm super yoked about it. Now, another continuation one, I didn't get to mention real quick, so I pulled it up real quickly when we weren't uh talking too much. The Saints Magic Powers Omnipotent uh, season two, This is a beautiful story. She's a beautiful design character. I like when characters are more humbly looking, like, you know, the girl next door rather than crazy overlooking cuteness. Very wholesome show. I think you guys will like it. And also another show I thought was gonna be super badass: The Kingdom of Ruin, where magic users and wizards and witches strike back on humanity because we betrayed them. Dogs and doggets, be prepared. (laughs) So now, now that we're good, I've caught everybody up, we've talked about everything. We now know everything that's coming. If you've missed anything in the fall season, if you guys have wondering thoughts about what I think about all the other shows, a little bit more detailed description, go listen to the podcast, you can watch it here on Twitch, wherever you guys want, it's live and available for you. I wanna talk about something tonight that kind of has been very prevalent on my mind and also kind of makes me worried about how we really enjoy anime, right? So I'm gonna make this statement, And after I make this statement, I want you to listen to my argument, and then you can either decide for yourself if it's valid, if it's not, and also what you make of it and decide to do with this information, okay? It's really not that extreme. It's just a really big thought I had, okay? So here we go. I wanna make this statement and I want you guys to remember this, okay? This is important. I really want you to listen. So I'm gonna put on this nice little detail so all of us can actually enjoy it together. Hold on, let me go to my files, let me go to my desktop, let's click on my Anime pie. let's get the logo. Here we go, so now it's big, so now you guys can listen to my voice, here we go. Stop binge watching anime, stop. There is no need to binge watch anime. You are doing more harm to the overall products you are enjoying rather than enjoying it for what it is. Stop binge-watching anime. Anime is still to this day the most beautiful, organic, and breathtaking platform in the entire world. I've watched every type of animation you can think of, from every different culture, I work within entertainment, I host different shows, I create content and I've watched so many animes, I keep shocking myself when somebody talks about one and I look if I've watched it yet. Stop binge watching anime. There's something that we need to do and we need to enjoy and we really need to fruitfully engage with together. That is the beauty of the story in front of us. There are so many times that I have sat down before I really got serious about anime and binge watched a lot of shows. I would power through 12-episode seasons of one-season shows, sometimes multiple in a day, if I had the free day and I committed it to watching anime. There were times where I would sit down and I would watch the entirety of series within weeks. Back when I was doing the old podcast, the Anime Senpai, what I'm doing now, was called Weeb Nation. I would watch a new anime every single week to talk about it. And you want to know what I learned? Not only that there are some (laughs) amazing worlds created within the world of anime, but I also did a disservice to myself. And as somebody who did it for over three years, I feel like I've gained a lot of knowledge and a lot of abundance amount of wealth within the knowledge I've gained from these little things and environments and just little things that I've had to engage with to give you this very important PSA. Stop binge watching anime. Okay? It's very important that we focus on this one major thing. The story in front of you is trying to present something beautiful. There's a reason why One Piece is still releasing as it is. Because they know they've hit the jackpot. They've done the formula. That's why they're able to stretch it out. That's why Oda has the free range and can do as much as he wants. Shows, most of the time, are just a promotional opportunity to bring you interest into their series to get you to continue investing in the story. So, to either read their manga, manhwa, whatever it is, light novel series, or to buy it yourself and collect it. That's cool. Because a lot of the time, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, anime is very expensive to make. Like, I'm talking about stupid expensive. I'm talking about anime as a whole. Costs so much money. It's in the probably six to seven zeros. Like, it's very expensive, right? Per episode, sometimes. The thing is, we don't know how much effort is being put into these. And we don't see the volume amount of shows that they're putting out at one time because of how big anime is getting here, especially in the Western culture, right? I'm nearly 30-something now, like 33, right? And within these years that I've been around here, these circles around the sun, I have seen anime grow and flourish at a rapid rate I never thought it would within these last few years. A big part of it was shouts to the lockdowns and everything. People had nothing to do. If you ask me for the anime of the lockdown, the anime of the vid years, it'd be Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer literally blew the f up just because nobody had anything to do it was on netflix it was one of the most watched shows of the time it's why mugen train came out perfect time movie theaters that sold out etc etc i'm still kind of shocked that we still haven't caught on to why anime and the importance of what it's trying to portray to us and also the relatability, the life lessons and the beautiful textures of worlds that we will never be able to obtain or value or appreciate or get to experience until we have our own full dive technology like SAO. And even then, if the person's name that makes the full dive technology within this reality's name is Makoto Shinkai, I might walk the other way. That's just me, y'all do what you want. Same with this with anime, right? PSA. This whole discussion we're about to have, do never, ever, ever, never, ever, ever, ever have I ever, never let me sway your mind on things. I merely want to open your perspective to a different type of understanding and perspective, right? I'm not here to change anybody's minds. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in choosing things for people. I don't even believe in deciding things for you, but I will speak my piece and I will be passionate about the things I believe. That's okay. I'm not gonna do the whole, speak your truth, king, no. We don't have truths. We only have one truth. And the truth is, we are all part of the senpai community. We are lords and lordships. Everybody on the Twitch family has a crown for themselves and we all sit at the round table together. The thing is, when you binge watch an anime, this is something that most people will overlook and a lot of people are going to miss and miscue as well. You're oversaturating your palate. You are doing too much at once. You are oversaturating yourself and the experience you are having. Do you know why I say that? I will use a multitude of analogies and experiences. I am somebody who loves to work out. I know you can't tell, I'm so small. I know, I'm so little, I'm so little. My body is so small, it's my body. Um, when I work out, less is more. Less is more in everything in life, and we're gonna go through a lot of them. In anime, less is more. Just because it goes on forever doesn't make it good. Just because it has 17 seasons does not make it the best show ever made. Some of the greatest shows I've ever seen are one season. Pretty sure all of my top tens, nine of them, eight of them, possibly seven, are one season animes. It says something, right? You have to remember, when I work out, I don't overdo it. I do certain muscle groups when I work out, or else it's too much. So today, I had a chest day with my buddy Adam, shout out to Lil Scoo. When I work out with him, we do chest and some tries. If we do back, we do some buys. Yo, what's up, I appreciate you, thank you so much. Welcome to the Twitch family. We don't do too much. It would be so stupid to do a full body workout every single time we work out. Your body wouldn't grow. It would have so much fatigue, you would literally be losing muscle mass. You would be hurting yourself, shortening your lifespan and detrimentally, Causing some bodily injury to yourself, to your tendons, your nerves—who knows what else? You can't do that. You do certain muscle groups, and then you rest. What did we learn from Dragon Ball? What was Goku's favorite things? Fighting, working out, eating, and sleeping. Those are very important. Same thing goes with your food intake, right? You can't eat every single type of food in one meal. You can't go get a burrito from your favorite place, a burger from your favorite place, a salad from your favorite place, some snacks from your favorite place, a cookie from your favorite place, a pizza from your favorite pizza place. You can't get all of that and eat that in one sitting. Are you crazy? That's probably what happens in that like, oh dude, I don't even wanna think about it, but it's gonna cause a lot of health issues, okay? Less is more. So within my working out regimen, Within my lifestyle of eating, which I eat even less, I only eat within a six-hour window every day, and then the other time I don't even eat food, and I even practice fasting, like I'm about to do a week fast. Less is more. Why would anime be any different? What makes any of us truly believe that anime is any different from anything else in life? Less is more. Stop binging anime. You're doing yourself a disservice. We started the show tonight with me proclaiming Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. It's not my favorite anime. My all-time favorite anime is Spice and Wolf. That's why I have all the light novel manga series up there and everything The tattoo. That's my all-time favorite show. It's not the greatest show. The greatest show to date, completed, that I've seen is Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. And guess what? Every time I watch it, I watch it in increments. A couple episodes, I pause. A couple more episodes maybe the next day, following day, I pause. I want to digest what I'm eating. I don't eat the pizza and then jump onto a burger and then jump to the burrito and then jump to the salad. No, 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 no. The next day, possibly, if not the next meal at the very earliest. You can't induce yourself into a absolute coma of just eating too much of this stuff. You can't consume a product like anime, especially some of the greatest shows ever made, and enjoy it for what it is if you were to go right now and let's say because attack on titan the final final countdown for the final part november 4th let's say you start i don't know september 28th right and you binge it all of the entirety within every single day you're watching 12 to 20 episodes a day just to get ready for the new one to drop do you know how a disservice you just did to the product you're watching Do you know how much of a disservice you're doing to the writers, the creators, the producers, everybody who had a part in that creation, you're spitting in their face? Why would you do that? Why would you ingest so much without incorporating yourself to what you have just experienced? Do you know that the first episode alone of Attack on Titan is one of the most mind-altering episodes you could watch? So much happens in that episode. Trust me. When I was watching it when it was releasing, 13 years ago now it feels like, I was so ecstatic for next week. Which brings me to my next point. Weekly watching. Do you guys know, and gals, weekly watching is one of the most authentic things you could ever do? Do you know that weekly watching a show, especially right now with the fall season about to take away, is one of the most wholesome things you will ever be able to do to tap into your innocence again? I know a lot of the kids now coming out, they don't really have cable or television like that. They have streaming platforms. And thankfully, a lot of streaming platforms are doing weekly releases for certain shows. So it is possible. But for myself, when I grew up, we only had weekly releases. There was no other choice. So I had to sit my butt down on Saturday morning to watch Nickelodeon, uh, Warner Brothers, whatever it was, to catch the new episode out that week. Or else I missed it. And I'd have to wait to watch it. But you know how much glee it gave me? You have something to look forward to. I don't mean to get preachy or attest more about life in this, but this is a big kind of bracket together and compiled double-double here. That's the best part of life is when you have something to, to look forward to. I mean, let's be real, right? We all have this grind mentality. Trust me, I'm somebody who knows it too. We're working, we're working, we're hustling, we're hustling, we're fighting, we're doing everything we can to get to where we need to be, to make more money, to provide for our families, to do all this stuff. But if we don't have something to look forward to, you can get lost in the motion. You can forget to slow down and to breathe and to enjoy the right now. Well, even without us wanting to, weekly releases made us do that. They're so nostalgic to me. I'm somebody who loves every single season because I know there's gonna be a handful of animes, if not at least a a couple, like ZOM 100 that we just had, that keeps me at the edge of my seat. And when I get home after, after a 12 hour day, driving an hour to the studios, doing the radio shows, doing my content, driving all the way back home, getting home after midnight, I can sit down, make some tea, and watch an episode or a couple from these new shows, and digest them for what I just saw. If a show is truly that good, you're going to need some time to really take a second to enjoy what you just experienced. I'm telling you again, the greatest time I've ever had has been doing watch parties with people I love. Which we're going to do here on Twitch, by the way. Everybody on TikTok, you better come follow the Twitch side. We're going to start every podcast now recording on the weekends, watching an episode from an anime together. And we're going to complete a whole anime together because I want to enforce weekly watching again. So you can expect that with me. We will watch a different episode from one anime every single time we go live. Because I think it's time to get back to our roots I think it's time to slow the, th- the world down a little bit. It's moving too fast, man. There's no need for us to do this. Don't get through something that you love so fast. If it's a good meal, do you know how slow I eat my food? I don't wolf through it, I wanna enjoy it. If I'm with good company and good people, I take my time and enjoy them, I listen more, I talk less. Even though I talk here the whole time, it might seem crazy. The same thing happens with weekly watching. Thank you so much! Welcome to the Twitch family! It's an honor to have you here. Twitch family, give them some love. I really mean this again. You want to reconnect with the youth inside of you. Because why do we all watch anime? Really ask yourself this question. Is it to watch peak anime shows like Boku no Pico? Absolutely. Is it about watching the experience of multitude of cultures like interspecies reviewers? Absolutely. Is it about understanding the recreational programs we hear at our establishments and refurbishments like prison school and how we give people back to refurbish them into society? Sure it is. Is it about the greatness and texture of foods, some of the best foods we've ever eaten in our life that just literally intoxicate our taste buds at every step of the way and show us the beautiful culture of food like in Food Wars? Damn right. That's what anime is supposed to do. And I think that you're still not realizing you're binging is hurting that product for you because subconsciously yo welcome in i thank you so much for the twitch fam subconsciously you're hurting yourself and you are subtly destroying the ability you have with the product you love because again less is more i'm not somebody who's very happy about a multitude of shows constantly coming out it's a double-edged sword for me with these new seasons Look at what happened with reincarnated as a vending machine. Um, Everybody, I'm on strike. Hi, it's Anime Senpai. I'm on strike for uh, isekais? 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 Yeah, potato, potato. I'm not watching any of them right now. I'm upset. The fact we got to a place where we're reincarnating as a vending machine right now? Hmm. Time for a senpai to go into a different bracket of entertainment. The same thing happens here. So make sure that you guys really understand you're devaluing the purpose of every episode when you watch a multitude of them in one spurt. Now, don't get me wrong. There are always situations where things are applicable, right? So say you're getting together with some friends and you guys have been waiting to watch a show together. Well, why make only one day of it to watch, like let's just say, *Promise Neverlands, right? Where it's a crazy concept about kids in an orphanage and then demons and a lot of this stuff. It's a plot twist, right? It's a mind-altering thing. I also was on file saying Isabella was a good person. Remember that. It's an interesting concept, right? But rather than having one day to spend together to enjoy it, wouldn't you want to space it out and spend more time together and maybe watch a couple episodes and then talk about it, have some fun together, go outside, have some time to really think about it truly and fully? I don't want to have one meal and then just instantly eat something else. I don't want to be that guy that literally watches an entire show and was like, oh yeah, it was good. 10 out of 10. These are my thoughts, on to the next. So then your enjoyment is volume over quality. Because quantity does not define the quality. I know they're both quaz, quata, but it doesn't mean the same thing, okay? That's the point of this. I'm really trying to proactively tell people to reestablish with the youth and the properties of why we love anime. It is the aspects of creation and imagination as a whole, because regardless of all of us want to admit this or not, the one thing this world is doing really well at is taking our innocence from us, our youth, our creativity and imagination, they're conforming us into a belief system that I absolutely hate. I like when people are free thinkers. That's why some of the greatest thoughts of our, uh, you know, minds of our time, Aristotle, Socrates, Da Vinci always had these crazy notions of thought. Like the guy sitting under a tree and apple hits his head and he's like gravity, (laughs) you know, like there's something to be said about it. And I think all of these in like this big mumbo jumbo Cajun pot I'm putting together are parts of the puzzle. So my experiences again every single show that i've spent time watching has hands down been better than any show i've been watched any show there is not a single show you can recommend me right now that i will watch the entirety of it and be like oh god it was so good but i oh, you remember when i uh, 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 what was episode six again it's you can't do that stop drop it on, on top i'm just saying again whoa that's a rough riders row r.i.p that's the point of this we need to get back to where anime was meant to be and i mean this when i say this too these are one of my final thoughts on this whole conversation anime was not meant to be watched binged anime is not one of those types of markets okay uh there is no show market medium source planetary involvement like anime none to this day and anime is not meant to be binged one of the greatest shows that is a secret, a cult classic on those who know about it is Somali and the Forest Spirit, which I recommend all of you go watch. It's on Netflix, It's an, or no excuse me, it's on Crunchyroll, it's an exclusive. Somali and the Forest Spirit. Beautiful told story, slice of life, fantasy base, the beautiful notion of a father and a daughter, right? It's beautiful, it is so good. You should only watch two episodes at a time. At maximum two, maybe three if you're really try hard, but even then I'm like, just calm down. Stop binging shows, because if I binged that, I wouldn't have enjoyed it as I did. And guess what, my old co-host at the time when we watched it, he binged it and then sat there and was like, yeah, it's not good. I was like, what? Did we watch the same show? How is it not good? It's beautiful, the ending, ah! So, what does this all mean? And why am I really being a stickler right now to being on my throne of equality and we will put on the crown of theater again? Why am I here telling you that you need to stop binge watching anime? Because I truly think that subconsciously you're not seeing the damage you're doing on the product and your own engagement. Samurai Shamplo, Cowboy Bebop, Neon Genesis, Death Note, I can go on and on. Code Geass. These shows I took my time watching and I fell in love with them. Have something to look forward to. Stop moving through life so fast. Stop devaluing the gift these shows are giving us, these creators. The guy who wrote Neon Genesis literally got threats against his life because he ended the show in his way that he thought was best for him. And everybody was like, oh, boobity-bobbity-bum, I binged it and now I'm a chosen one. Stop, stop, and realize what we're doing. We have to be supportive of the things we like. So let's talk about the economy itself, right? Did you know that anime, like the animators, producers, etc., voice actors, they are extremely underpaid in a lot of cases. A lot of these people are missing years of their life because of how much they have to do and how much work they have. They don't get to see their families as much. The Working Man, which Zom 100 really did a good, truly job of highlighting and showing us how dark that world can be. A lot of these animators are on that lifestyle. And did you know that us binging shows or illegally streaming these shows is hurting what they're doing? So why don't you give them some love and take a step back? Number one, subscribe to a streaming platform like Crunchyroll or something. Not a sponsor, but I'm just saying like get or what is it? High Dive or any of these. Get a platform that's paying for their anime because then you're supporting the cause. Everything you watch and everything you spend your money on is supporting something. Sure, we're watching a lot, but again, if you can't afford it, I understand. But don't be the person that really neglects the field. So slow down, take a breath, digest the show properly, make sure you're not devaluing the episodes, because again, there's so many one episodes we could sit here and talk about that utterly shocked me. Let's talk about two real quick, okay? How about the death of Thors from Vinland Saga and the death of Kamina from Gurren Lagan? Did you know those two episodes where those things happen? Spoiler alert, happens really early in the show. You're not really left out of the loop. Did you know when those two things happen? I am literally shooketh to my core. I was so broke and hurt. I literally had to take a step back, especially with Vinland Saga. Thor's is a beautifully written character. He's still prevalent in season three coming up soon, too. Kamina, the entirety of Goron is there. Even when Simon does his whole Obi-Wan Kenobi, he's like, I must leave, I'm too powerful. Yes, Luke, I am too powerful for you. Yes, the Force is strong with this one. Crazy to me, right? Those episodes deserved a one-episode watch. And I had to pause. Because when you get to a really good show, and I mean a really good show, where you're so involved and you're so deep within the sauce that you enjoy it to such an extreme like that, your world might change. And you actually, surprisingly, might enjoy it that much more because you are slowing it down and taking time. Let's use relationships, right? I love using life relatability and analogies because it's very perspective to all of us because we're all living life, right? Or at least most of us. We might all just be sentient programs for all I know. With life, take it slow. Don't rush into things with people, whether it be intimacy, whether it be relationships, whether it be getting a tattoo, like we talked about at the beginning. Take your time. Because when you slow down, the world slows with you and then also the things you decide to do have more value and passion to them because you really took a second to get to that spot. And then the beautiful part about it is too, you can really enjoy it for what it was. So maybe I didn't change your mind. Maybe this whole rift could have been a waste of your time. I mean, that's for you to decide. You could sit there and say, yeah, you know, I I appreciate you for what you said. I I mean, I really will enjoy anime a little bit slower, but I'm still going to rifle through as many shows as I can. Okay. Again, I'm not here to change your mind. I'm just simply here to test you and to say, why don't you challenge yourself? And the next good show you watch, like again, I brought one up, Somali and the Forest Spirit, or how about another one maybe a lot of people haven't seen, March Comes in Like a Lion. These are just two prevalent slice of life I can think about. Watch those, but watch them one episode at a time and then take a break. Digest it, come back to it later, maybe, but just take time and watch one episode to really see if you engage with what the concept is, because like March comes in like a line, which is two seasons. It's the perfect depiction of emotions on an animation standpoint, and it's beautifully done. So hopefully that made a little bit more of awareness for you guys to let you know that the choices we make and the decisions that are seem to be topical or normal, or accepted, sometimes aren't always the best. And the best depiction of what I do is to present them to you from a non-biased standpoint, very biasly. <laughs> so I hope that's interesting. Cause again, with my life, everything that I've done slower has been more enjoyable. I mean like from every attribute from anime viewership to whether it be detailed descriptions of my own description of life or anything else has been absolutely immaculate so take that for what it is and above all else continue to enjoy anime the way you like it but also love what you're enjoying because i think it'll make it that much better (laughs) i appreciate you guys so again if you're new to the show welcome in we do different anime topics every single week we have, to have a lot of fun with it and we love to talk anime also another thing is if you're listening to this podcast we live stream these on twitch and tiktok simulcast the only anime podcast i know doing it right now every single sunday when i record them as well as having you guys be a part of the family it's that much fun and it's that great the full fall season preview is out it's already released I believe I'm going to release it today or tomorrow. Hmm. We're going to see if it's not already out. It's about to be out. And then also you guys can become a part of the family. Join the discord. That's where we have exclusive stuff for only the Patreon members. I always have some more fun for you guys. And it's the best way to get connected with me and stay a part of the show and topically a part of everything else. So if you guys are live here on Twitch and TikTok, I'm going to end the podcast tonight with a couple Q and A's. So everybody on Twitch, I love you guys for being here the whole time. Everybody on TikTok. TikTok, if you just scrolled by me and my beautiful face popped up, it's time for some Q and A's, ask me anything. No holds bar, it can be about my life, it can be about my favorite sandwich, it can be about the concepts of life itself. It's now your time to shine. Ask me a question below. I will start reading the comments because we are now done with the podcast recording almost. Let me know what you guys would like and I would like to hear what you think. Watching Vinland Saga Weekly is what I live for. Shoutouts to Doug. Doug, you said it perfectly. I personally believe shows like Vinland Saga are absolutely and immaculately meant to be watched every single week. Anybody in here who says Farmland Saga is not good, that Farmland Saga is slow, is tripping. Farmland Saga is not only equally as good as the first season, it world building wise and character growth wise is better than the first season. So that's just a thought. Thoughts on mature anime. So, Leia, I will tell you this. I personally believe there is a marketplace for everything. Mature anime is probably one of those marketplaces that are for a succinct type of category of people. I myself am somebody who never thought I would thoroughly enjoy shows like Redo Healer or Interspecies Reviewers. And I really mean this when I say this. Those type of animes are interesting, right? Right. There's also another anime I just started watching that I want to put everybody on right now because it's actually pretty crazy. Okay, now this show, you guys need to watch as soon as possible because this show honestly shakes me. This show is actually crazy. It is called Rin, Daughters of Men. <laughs> Mene Muzino. Mene Muzino. Mene Miz- Daughters of Mani Mozeni, (laughs) all I'm going to say is, this is a mature anime, hold on everybody on Twitch, let me put you guys on watch party here real quick, this anime right here is probably the most mature anime I have ever watched, and Rin, Daughters of, I'm just going to say this now, this is the perfect mature anime. If you guys have ever watched shows like Spartacus or any of those shows that have a lot of mature content, whether it be sexual interactions or the story progression or language, almost like Black Lagoon or Lagoon or whatever it is with uh, Revy, this anime, I'm about to finish it. It's its own entity and it's a mature based show. I freaking love it. I couldn't believe how much I'm into this show. Be warned, it is a mature show but it's not etchy, lewd, or overplayed just to be etchy. Like this, personally, is the perfect mature anime, and I think there's a marketplace for it, and I also understand that there's a lot of people who like certain type of things, so my personal opinion is they're not always my type, but I love them and respect it, if it's done for appropriate reasons, not just to be lewd and etchy or fan y so that's my thing, okay. Uh, let's see. Anybody on the Twitch side ask questions. What year did that anime come out? I cannot tell you, uh, Vibrant. I do not know. What? Okay, so Vibrant asks, what are the name of two anime that you recommend? So Vibrant, if you ask me right now today to give you two animes that everybody would fall in love with and probably would change their perspective of anime as a whole and even make them probably want to learn more about it, two of them. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, because again, it would be stupid of me to not recommend the greatest anime I've seen completion-wise. And then also another anime that might show them the beauty of like a slice of life romantic setting for either uh, anybody who's into that or your ladies or anything like that, Fruits Basket. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and Fruits Basket are not long shows at all. Jesus, I just elbowed myself into tomorrow. They're not long, they're easy to follow, and they're perfectly beautifully told shows. I think those two are some of the greatest shows I could ever recommend to people. And a lot of people have seen them that are anime fans, but those two, oh my God, they capture everything perfectly. Austin, I'm glad you're walking. Okay, so let's see right here. In your opinion, Nine asks, this is Senpai version number two. In your opinion, what is your perspective of Makoto Shinkai and how he is able to contrast masterpieces? Beautifully asked, Nine. I appreciate you for asking this question. So, Makoto Shinkai, if you guys are unaware, he is probably one of the most influential anime movie creators of our time. He has created movies like Your Name, Weathering With You, and Suzume, which is his newest masterpiece. I argue that Suzume is his best work yet. I think it goes Suzume, your name, weathering with you. That's just my personal bias. All of them are great, all of them are immaculate. Makoto Shinkai, and the reason why he is so able to put these beautiful stories in creation, he keeps it focused on one thing, and always one thing. And that one thing is why he will always make great movies. You come first. You as a consumer are above anything else in the entire world. If always the focal point of your creation is to make sure the consumer has a riveting product, you will never disappoint them. But when you start to capitalize money, fame, brand, legacy, clout chasing, etc., you will destroy what you were doing. Makoto Shinkai is true to his word. Why do you think Radwim's is always the score creator and the song masterpiece collection for every movie? Why is it that every movie he does has the same kind of terminology? Young love connected to something greater than all of us with a scientific, science fiction plot twist that creates beautifully individually told stories. The fact is, if you've watched your name and see how the movie ends with the title itself, it's a it's poetic. It's poetry. That's the trick. You don't need to be on an iambic pictometer to actually tell a perfect story. You don't have to shoot to be individualistic to make it different and supreme. All you have to do is focus on giving people a creation. And in doing so, that is why not only is Studio Ghibli, Studio Ghibli, one of the best of all time, but Makoto Shinkai, my number one movie producer of all time. Uh, Mr. Boy says, what are your top three anime ever? Oh, Mr. Boy. So without a doubt, I have to say Spice and Wolf is one of my top three forever and always because the simple factor of that's a relationship I personally strive for in my life with a significant other. I would live love my lady to be witty, charismatic, sarcastic, but also a deep lover that has this uncontrasting hole in her heart that she's always been trying to fill, but she could never fill it because she was always focused on doing things for others. And almost that divinity standpoint where Holo and Lawrence, Holo is a literal God and she gives her life to people, forever in my top three, right? Now, the other three are very hard to decide on because there are so many things on my prevalent focus. I'll just say this, Mr. Boy, I will do for you guys my top 10 anime of all time very soon. Like I'm saying, I will probably do it next week. So how about this? I will leave you with a tease, Mr. Boy, and tell you one of my top three. Yo, welcome in. I I appreciate you, Brutal. Welcome in. Brutal, White Boy, God, DJ, Stephanie. Welcome to the Twitch family today. I appreciate you guys. Mr. Boy, I'm going to leave you with a tease and tell you Spice and Wolf is one of my top three. The other two, stick around for next week. I think you'll very much enjoy that. Now, Rafi says, do you think you will try PB&J dipped in spicy soup ever again? I will never let you forget. (laughs) Okay, so if anybody doesn't know, Rafi is referencing that I told a story on one of the podcasts that one of my favorite things is actually top ramen soup when I was a kid in a bowl making it like in a kettle with Tabasco in it and then also a PB&J dipping it inside. I don't know why it works. Who's the effing guy that decided peanut butter and chocolate goes together? Peanut butter and jelly goes together? Who are these people? Mac and cheese? I don't know who they are. They're masters at their craft. I probably will do it again, Rafi, on stream. How about that? One day, Rafi, when we blow up enough and I'm streaming full time, I will do that for us. Don't let me forget it. Uh, Another question, Austin asks, what is the most underrated that you have ever seen? The most underrated anime I've ever seen. Ooh, that's a good one. Probably a show that deserves more love, that surprisingly most people never even talk about. Oh man, Austin, there's a couple that come to mind, but if you had to ask me for one that I think is like really, really slept on, Dude, it might be one of these newer shows. Uh, It's an older show, but I just started talking about it. The one that comes mostly to my memory has to be Mushishi. Like, I'm actually shocked that when I started watching Mushishi and I asked people about it, nobody had any idea what Mushishi was. Like, I literally was talking to so many people and everybody was like, no, I've never heard of that. Is it an anime? I'm like, yeah, you've, you've never heard of Mushishi? Also, Monster. Monster's another one that's an older show. I'm kind of shocked Monster doesn't have more love. Like, Monster is one of those psychological thrillers that is so wild to me. I don't know how people just, like, literally overlook it. It's kind of crazy. Uh, so let's see. Thoughts on the anime, love, Chinibu, and other delusions? Oh, Leia. One of the cutest shows I've watched. It's the perfect capture of young love, junior high type of environment, the beautiful imagination. The only gripe I have, Leia, is that I wish season two was a movie. Season two was a little strung out, but season one is perfect. Season two still good, just it could have been better as a movie. Uh, let's see. What did you think about Blue Giant movie, a movie adaptation? So, Doug, haven't watched that one yet? I will make sure to let you know when i see it definitely will uh okay a couple more real quick and then we're done tonight do you honestly think tokyo ghoul will get the justice it deserves and if if it does where would you rank it for where would it rank for you it unequivocally be the best for me so nine i'll tell you this the story of to um tokyo ghoul is one of those ones where i actually went against my coding and i actually read a lot about it because i was pissed at how they left me feeling after those three seasons of the anime side white suit ken kaneki is probably one of the top 10 characters I've ever seen. White suit Ken Kaneki. Like y'all don't really understand, not even the power leveling and scaling. The type of life this kid goes through is unbeknownst to me. Not only is it going to get remade, promise you on this nine, it's going to have a remake. It will probably turn into a top 10 show for me if it's done well. I can't biasly put it in there knowing what happens if what's in front of me is not that good. You know what I'm saying? So. So Conrad asks, what are some of the anime tropes or cliches that you enjoy? Now, this is a fun one. What's up, Rob Walks? Welcome to the family. I appreciate you, man. So, Conrad asks what are some of the anime tropes and cliches that you enjoy first one off the top I'm gonna say this I love festival scenes every freaking slice of life I watch if there is not a festival scene within it or a festival episode or festival something it's not a top tier show it will never get a 10 out of 10 for me there is a reason why when I watched my dress of darling and my dress of darling is one of the best new slice of lives. it literally was above again freaking Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan releasing the same time if there is not a freaking beach episode or not only a beach episode but also a festival scene I'm out I can't do it Also, I have a really big asphyxiation with like the love story of like the friend that loves the guy, but he he doesn't love her and he loves like a new girl, but the young one can't let it go. So she's like lingering there the whole time and it makes her just look even worse. I don't know why, but I love that. I always think of the one from like Darling in the Spanx, Darling in the Franks, where like every time she's trying to win him over, he's like, girl, I'm stuck. I'm like stuck on zero two. What are you doing? I don't know. For some reason, that always hits for me. Uh, Another one, a trope that I really like. I really like the fact that there's like that weird vibe where when the guy's in like a harem anime, he like, he's so like unbeknownst to it. So like quintessential quintuplets, he's like, I don't know who I like, but at the same time, I know you all like me, but I'm trying to find the one. I don't know. That's that's a few tropes that come to mind that I really like. Yo, what's up? Hey man, followed you on TikTok for a while. Didn't know you had Twitch. Yo, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for jumping over, man. Yes. So Twitch is a big next push that I'm doing. So everybody listening to this Twitch is like my new frontier because I'm going to, to do video gaming later tonight i'm gonna to be playing this game called dark and darker so there's a whole new brigade of stuff i want to do here that brings you guys to my family even more so that's a lot of fun okay a couple more and then we're ending the night a couple more on twitch only let's see how would you react if they announce a live adaptation of violet evergarden okay vibrant first off why are you getting me chubbed up when i'm about to end a podcast and i'm gonna to have to stand up like do you understand that if you hear all of a sudden like a on the desk that was your fault i hope you know that uh if they were to announce a live adaptation of violet evergarn i want anna del lamar whatever her name is anna del mara or whatever her name is the girl that's from like those new movies i keep forgetting her full name anna del something she better play violet evergarn she would be glorious as violet evergarn oh my god i don't know why i would be so yoked i'll literally tell you this right now vibrant i would give up one of my personal extraments that i have two of down below my legs I would literally, I don't know what else I would give, but I would love a Violet Evergarden live adaptation. Stop tempting me with a good time. I would take that right now. You're tripping. Oh my God. That would be insane. <laughs> Let's watch this. Oh, okay. Okay. So let me end the podcast here. Thank you guys so much. I love you guys forever and always. Thank you for being a part of the family. I'm forever grateful that all of you are a part of my family, ever growing the brand. Follow me on Twitch. Let's keep growing the brand together. Let's keep bringing new family members in here. Join the Patreon. Join the Discord. Join the family. Let's be a part of this together and keep moving forward. Just what I've decided tonight because of somebody's question, next week, you can expect my top 10 anime update list because... It's time. I've watched so many more anime since that time. I'm ever growing and ever expanding. It's time to give you guys the shows that stand out above the rest as biased as I possibly can. (laughs) I'll see you all next week. Anime Senpai out.